Welcome, 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 people. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are here with our episode three of the We Can Be Heroes podcast. This is your boy, John Toronto. Of course, my co-host, Matt Toronto, my little brother. Uh, we are here to talk about the latest episode of WandaVision. Um, you know, obviously, uh, we're getting close to the end here. Um, the end game, if you will. And, uh, you know, a lot happened in this past episode. So we're going to go through a couple things, a couple theories, a couple... Uh, uh, events that ha- kind of happened throughout the episode and we'll go in kind of a chronological order but probably go off in tangents like we always do and uh we'll keep going along with it uh what's going on matt how'd you like the episode uh you know i was i was pleased uh you know <laughs> i I'm, I'm actually speechless you know honestly i expected a a slow burn episode and to prepare us for the series finale nope um (laughs) every scene had a purpose uh which we'll be discussing you know throughout the podcast so you know um, what about you how did you feel overall like the first thing i i tweeted was like what the fuck you know like to you guys or texted to you guys and then i tweeted i said speechless hashtag one division then uh you know i'm commenting in the the on the sidelines facebook group saying uh you know uh like it was amazing and obviously you know i, I kept the spoiler free because you don't want to do that but uh you know a, a fair warning i feel like we haven't done this in the past two episodes this is totally spoiler heavy so yeah. if you're watching this from here on out we will be talking about everything that's happened in the episode so oh yeah uh and that'll be the case for mostly every every recap episode that we do obviously over here in ots and, and with we can be heroes so uh i mean i think i just we jump right into it bro like it yeah. is a lot of things are coming to fruition that we both kind of theorized uh, things that we had ideas of. And, um, uh, you know, let, let's start off with the beginning of it. You know, the, the travel through the past, you know, it's almost uh, paying homage to uh, like the Christmas movie where, you know, he goes back and, and looks at his past to see the mistakes he made or, or what influenced the way, you know, he, you know, what's going on with him now. So, um, yeah. I mean, what do you see like so what did you see throughout that like give me give me an example of something that you you thought was interesting and kind of connected the dots well you know i mean i think pat the past as a whole was an important like message or theme they wanted to communicate the very opening scene we see like agnes's backstory we know that she was essentially going to be crucified but basically relieved of her powers right for sort of um you know like going into the dark side shall we say um and then she single-handedly killed her sister and her mother as well so i think over the years you know agnes was waiting for either a predecessor or someone who can possibly expand her power level right um and i know for scarlet witch i mean there were a handful of emotional scenes ranging from the death of her parents uh which was to be expected in the back of my mind i was thinking to myself um you know, there's zero way Wanda is staying happy for long in this flashback. <laughs> um, right. I suspected the bomb was going to come in because, as you know, us Marvel fans know, their parents right. did in fact die. They're being right. Peter and Wanda's parents died. Right. Um, to Stark Industries technology as well. Uh, I, I thought okay. that was a nice, a nice little you know, plug preference. there, right? Yeah. Maybe that's the big surprise. Just the Stark name. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, know, right? No, so, so for me, you know, let's, I think we dig a little more into Agatha. Um, you know, it was interesting to see that you know she was kind of the reason why her coven died, right? So they're they're definitely getting into you know sorcery lore, that kind of lore where 
you know, they're going to focus more on the supernatural, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so obviously in Salem, you know, the Salem witch trials are one of the most, more well-known, uh, uh, well, well-known, but also one of the worst things that ever happened in the history of humanity, I feel like, but, uh, you know, if, if there were witches or real or whatnot, it's one thing, but, you know, obviously that, that scenario did happen. People thought witches existed and, and whatever the case was, but, um, you know, they paid some homage back to that, that time frame, and, and Agatha seemed to be, you know, on a, like to you, did it seem like she was a little unaware of how evil she really was? Like she kept saying, like, I'm good. I'm not doing this because I'm bad. I mean, and again, we spoke last episode about how, how yeah. Agatha's background is not, she's not a bad person in, in Marvel, like canon, like normal Marvel canon. So do you think this is more so a situation where, uh, you know, is Agatha still in that line of thinking? Is she being influenced by someone? someone Mephisto you know, you know <laughs> we, always, I, we always speak back to it but I mean given the concept of seeing either Agatha was attempting to manip- ma- oh my goodness, manipulate everyone um, or perhaps the power was beginning to corrupt her to a point where it was essentially reversing who she was as a person similar to a certain Scarlet Witch right. Um, right. <laughs> you know so I think there are definitely parallels between two characters but obviously one perhaps has his evil intent while the other you know is definitely suffering from grief trauma and is ultimately struggling to maintain her powers to a point where it can affect everyone around her i mean there are definitely hints of that like civil war is a prime example infinity war i mean scarlet witch is a powerful character an extremely powerful character right and to unleash her true potential on the world can be devastating seriously Um, especially she doesn't have control at the same time so you know my thing is you know you see how all the witches in the in that salem scene um they were like obviously trying to kill her with their powers right you see you see that agatha's powers kind of just corrupted their powers right you know sucked the life out of them they're more of an evil presence you know with the purple yeah of course they're gonna go with the cosmetic stuff to make it look like that but um I, I'm almost thinking like Agatha doesn't necessarily want to use Wanda as a pup, puppetry kind of thing. I think she wants to know how Wanda's that powerful and how can she make her powers that powerful as well. Like Agatha's clearly powerful. I mean, we, we know, right? That. But how right. you know, as powerful as Scarlet Witch, she even knows that that's not the case. You know, um, so what's her goal? I mean, she spoke to the bunny again, and I still think the bunny's some kind of like Mephisto soul or something like that that's stuck in there <laughs> or something weird. I don't know. Uh, that might actually be Ralph, right? <laughs> but um, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm almost to the point where like I think she just wants to steal her powers in a way, or like figure out how she can get the same kind of powers. Like I don't know what your thoughts on that is, but yeah, you know, it, it was interesting because. Agatha has zero interest in killing Scarlet Witch. You saw her tear, right. tear up during one of the scenes, uh, the scene with Vision. She was tearing up. Like, she has some emotion. Right, know? right. And I think Agatha ultimately is very intrigued by Scarlet Witch. Right. Um, you know, I mean... Impressed it, almost. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, even, uh, you recall, I think it was the, not pre- not last episode, but the episode beforehand, where um like her two sons wicked and speed they asked you know their mother 
you know, can you re resurrect Sparky? Can you revive him? And then Agnes, if you remember at the time, said, you can do that. So I think in the back of her mind, he's wondering how on earth, I, I have never met someone as powerful as her. And I think she became aware of the hex and was thinking to herself, what kind of sorcery is this? Like, I am, you know, mind boggled. I mean, I've been on this earth for hundreds of years. So are we thinking, that, you know? I mean, this kind of seems obvious where, so I agree with that. I think that was a uh, kind of a wake up call for, for Agatha. Like, yo, this dude knows what this kid can do. You can like do necromancy, which we're going to talk about the necromancy scene in a second, but um Agatha was like, wait, she can do a little more than even I can. I want to know what this is about. So, but my thing is with this though, like, and I'm sure we'll find out next episode, was Agatha already in Westview and just became a part of the hex, but was able to kind of get herself out of it as needed with her powers? Or did she go there after the hex was created? Right? Just could mean a big difference, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> I, I think it might have just been uh the latter half of your statement. So I think Agatha became aware of the Hex after its creation, then slowly made her entrance, blended in with, you know, the like the crowd, so to speak. Right. Um, like, located the source of the Hex, which is Wanda herself, as we'll, you know, again, discuss a bit later. Right. Um, you know, and then from there, obviously, Wanda developed a close relationship with Wanda to where she will explicitly perform her power her powers in front of it, you know, Agnes to say, oh, right. Because I think at the same time, she's testing water to see, okay, how powerful are you? Can you do this? Can you do this? Will you do this? Um, and I know, well, you know, it's, just, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, like, my thing is, though, like, so clear as day, the hex was started, created because of Wanda. There's no really influence, right? We saw, you know, towards it, uh, we're skipping a little ahead, we'll, we'll go back, obviously. We saw that um, Wanda literally created the hex herself there was no yes. outside influence i mean we're, we're going to speak in a second or a little bit about how even sword didn't have no influence and we didn't think she did exactly some things in sword that we thought she did actually <laughs> you know hayward yeah. of course made it seem worse than it was but um i'm kind of at the point where like you know this was all an accident it was wanda just literally we, we saw it at the end of the the episode blowing up right this is her just letting it all out and she created this hex this dream this vision where she has her guy back and is able to live a normal you know uh life that they wanted to live um so so for me i i don't know if there's really any outside influence i mean obviously we know uh, agatha 100 for this moment is the villain um now what's her secondary reasoning is it just the powers is it the powers to get somebody like mephisto or nightmare involved um you know we're still we're still gonna see i think that we're, you know I, i'm almost thinking towards your theory i think last episode maybe that was the first episode um you were saying you know mephisto may pop up for like two seconds and then he's just a villain going forward for maybe spider-man or maybe uh well definitely uh dr strange in the multiverse um absolutely you know maybe that's the case maybe maybe the end game uh, again punny yeah. uh the end game for the for this episode or for this uh i guess uh uh arc for Agatha is, is Mephisto or, or some other supernatural being that she's trying to bring into fruition. Um, so, I mean, we'll see, you know, it's just interesting how we're really starting to dig into uh, um, the sorcery and the, and the witch stuff. And, you know, for me, it's like, you know, 
we're always thinking, I, I, I go back to a theory I've had before we even started this podcast. You know, I, I'm confident that Quicksilver and, and Wanda were our X-Men or essentially uh, beings that had, uh, you know, mutations in them that were never activated. We, we you know, we refer over to, to uh, what uh, Agnes said. She says, something's been living inside you and you woke it up. How'd you do it? You know? that that speaks to the x gene dude like that literally how mutant started was that it was it was a gene that was not activated that became activated for a reason and um you know obviously reasoning being the the mind stone in this case but um so let's let's go through a little bit of uh, uh a little more into into agatha so obviously she you know i thought it was interesting how she was super into uh the it's almost like more in-depth Dr. Strange sorcery, right? Like she's talking about protection spells and, you know, I'm, I'm the biggest supernatural geek. So supernatural, the CW TV show, uh, the 15 years on the run running and, and one of the best shows I've ever watched. And there, you know, watching that, there was always that, uh, that feel to it. You know, you could do spells to protect yourselves from demons. You can do spells to protect yourself from getting possessed or, uh, prevent angels and demons from having uh, powers or using their powers, right? Mm-hmm. So it spoke to that a little bit. I mean, obviously that wasn't the intent, but for me, it spoke to me, like you know, in my mind from where, what I see and what what I remember from supernatural. So yeah, for sure. um, do you think like uh, I mean, is she gonna try to like? So speaking back to the comics, is she trying to coach Wanda in a way, like teach her how to be a real witch, not just a mutant? or whatever she is enhanced you know i i honestly do not think agatha intends on killing the children or even I don't think so either. eliminating the hex either right. uh, i think you're all right i i genuinely believe agatha does not want wanda's powers does not want to kill wanda but her ultimate goal is to have wanda reach her fullest potential and that is the scarlet witch i mean we've seen the flashback sequence um with the mind stone Right. How Wanda was one of the few test subjects besides uh, Pietro to survive, right. essentially. That awakened their powers. The powers were always within them. Right. Like from the day they were born. Right. As to why, a <laughs> mutant gene, as to why, mm-hmm. uh, it's yet to be seen, but I'm sure later on the line, they'll probably fill in the dots for us. Um, you know, and if you recall as well, when Wanda successfully. Uh, destroyed the scepter, Loki's scepter, the mind stone was revealed. And did you see the silhouette in her eyes? The Scarlet Witch. Right. And, and the, the her, mind stone. You're yeah. floating to her. Like, you know, the, what we, what was her awakening? You know, I, I look back to the comics and I feel like that's, there was, when the mutant gene was, was activated in the comics, they, everybody had that sort of awakening within them, you know? They yeah. saw what they were meant to be. They saw, you know, who they were going to be with this mutant gene, and it's just speaking, speaking, speaking to X Men and mutants, man. I mean, it, it is. If anything's an homage to X Men, that's one scene that you can just show and be like, "This is where this started." Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, right, right. And and I 100% agree. You know that that scene with the Mind Stone was was very. I mean, this sh- it shows back. You know, at each phase of the past that she went through was, just showed different phases of of her pain, right? Uh, losing her parents, you know, scene one. Um, you know, talk about the callbacks to, to, to all the every sitcom she did. The first six episodes was the movie she used to watch with her parents. 
that's the reason yeah. why she that even crossed her mind you know that that was her happy place so you know being at home in sokovia although although it was war torn and, and dealt with other issues uh that was the moments you know watching those movies were the moments that she was happy and yeah. the reason why she you know did the sitcom type of thing in her reality was it made her happy you know she got back with vision she was able to to do the vic uh dick van dyke show uh to be able to do the malcolm Little show and, and you know watching with vision um and having that moment with vision that was that, talk about um full circle on the arc man like that that scene in itself oh. like him walking through the wall again of course because she tells him not to all the time but uh, you know he you know he gives such great words of encouragement you know i, I mean I, i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna straight up say it like she like, i can't remember exactly the words he said but something about how there are times when uh when grief is supposed to motivate you or something like that he said i can't remember the yeah. exact words I, and his words were um like you know grief can't be all sorrow can it um yes. Yes. you know and vision even mentioned as well that he's not a technical human he's able right. to exhibit human emotion right um so he cannot you know he understands what wanda's going through but can never feel what wanda is going through right he cannot say i have lost you know a loved one because of my brother my parents he never right. vision never had that um, so I think for Wanda, hearing those words sort of lifted her spirits into right. thinking, well, you know, perhaps, you know, I, I shouldn't let Pietro or her parents die in vain. You know, what right. she does here on out will be for, you know, the betterment of not only herself, not only to the Avengers, but for people all across the world who can't defend themselves, you know? Well, that's, and that's my thing too. It's like, you know, it speaks back to, to Clint's motivational speech to her in Age of Ultron, right? You know, he said, you know, this is yeah. the moment you walk out this door, you're an Avenger, you know, you're going to prove to the world you're something better than what you've done so far. And it's kind of like a repeat of that conversation with Vision. He's saying, you know, what are you going to do forward to make it right, to make it worth it? And he, and he's kind of looking her in the eyes like, yo, you don't know loneliness to you, to you know what I haven't been through. You know, as Vision has never suffered loss, has never had someone to lose until obviously, you know, him and Wanda start to, to be together. Um, you know, maybe, and like you said, it's not true emotion, but he he's able to exhibit those emotions in some way and understands it through a very uh, mechanical sense almost, right? Like, it's just right. kind of weird to explain, but um, yeah, I agree with you, man. You know, like, uh, it's funny because we see right before, and it's, this is speaking back to, to Wanda having some kind of power within her when the bomb is in front of her, it seemed like she was ready to do something, right? Like she was sort of, maybe, maybe she was actually doing something. Maybe there was some power in her that stopped that bomb from going off, you know, and, and Agatha stopped her right away before she was able to, to even find out, you know, that yeah. was Agatha's fault for that reason. But, um, you know, that, that, so that, I mean, that first phase is obviously the loss and the trauma of her parents, you know, then we move into, you know, that, that moment with vision that really makes her understand how much she lost when it came to vision. And then, you know, we, we go back to the trauma and the pain of being part of the, the hydro project and, you know, all these people yeah. that she probably met that volunteered to, to, uh, to try to get powers, right. Basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the people she met and, and the sacrifices she did. So, you know, that, that scene was awesome. I mean, she, 
talk about having access like completely had total control of the mind stone in a sense right like she just was able to to get her powers like that and the mind stone knew right away like you're different like we need to maybe maybe mind stone is is reading some eternal celestial power or something they're like hey <laughs> i remember them being on this planet a long time ago and they tried to make some of you guys but i'm gonna make you now boom <laughs> <Here's your problems>. <laughs> <laughs> like the mind stone had a mind of its own right but um you know so i'm you know and speaking to our our x-men kind of theory you know agatha literally says like I have a theory. I feel like something woke up inside you. You know, for her, it's not like I, I, it was for us. It's a kind of a reference to X Men mutant gene, right? But for her, I think she just knew what the Scarlet Witch was. I think the Scarlet Witch is a very well known thing in the realm of supernatural, and they mm. start to find out that Wanda is this Scarlet Witch. And so Scarlet Witch isn't just like how we how we've known her to be in the comics. It's not just a character that named herself that, right? Um, or maybe deeper in the canon and some of the supernatural comics, Scarlet Witch is this ultimate figure of witch, right? Um, oh, wow, you just you start to bury. Sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> no, um, you're good. And like Agatha, Agatha clearly knows or has a feeling that she is this figure, this this long lore, never known figure of someone called the Scarlet Witch. So, what's your, what's your theory on that? Well, no, I, I was, yeah, Jesus, that, that's a fantastic theory. Uh, <laughs> To expand upon that, I mean, I do not believe, uh, I could be wrong, look, Sirius Finale could easily contradict this, but what if Scarlet Witch is one of the main antagonists of Doctor Strange too? Like, what if Agnes is, you know, doing a bit of manipulation, so to speak, and saying, I will obey you because you are the Scarlet Witch, the Scarlet Witch, the one that I have been searching for all these years, the one who has the power to seemingly resurrect people, you know, to perform acts of, uh, I believe you said ne- necromancy, I think uh, is what Agnes mentioned in the show. Right. You know, I mean, Agnes is intimidated because I think even she re- realized in the back of her mind that she's playing a very dangerous game. Oh, yeah. You know, by holding her children captive, um, you know, Vision has yet to appear for Scarlet. So for all we know, Wanda can start blaming Agnes for, okay, well, now you maybe do this division and you will pay. Um, you know, and I think she's also realizing that the town is still under her control. So she'll start, you know, using Agnes as a scapegoat for, you know, everything that she's done, even though it is right. technically her fault. You know, as much as it, 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 right. it is her fault. Right, 100%. Um, <laughs> um, obviously, she had no intention of, you know, like purposely putting everyone right. of Westview under her control. Right. She's losing Agnes. Great house. <laughs> right. And if Agnes was a true hero, right? She, you know, might have, you know, she has the book that we still have no context to. We don't know what type of book that is. Either it be the Darkhold. Um, I know there's another text being tossed around from the Marvel Comics. I can't remember the name. Um, right. But, you know, if Agnes was a true hero, right? I mean, she, like, has the ability to stop Scarlet Witch. Um, you know, it would be difficult, but <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. She's not the uh, 
She's not the strongest, but I feel like there's some kind of enough power in that that at least give her a good battle. So we'll see. Right. And I think you're right. I think in the end, she knows that she's not as powerful as Scarlet Witch. You know, that protection spell, if not for that, I think Scarlet would have ripped her in half. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, back in the, in the basement. So uh, I want to get a little bit into uh, this sword, this sword facility uh scenes that we had to, that we saw right so at first and for, for many of you that don't remember just want a little bit of a quick feedback on it um you know we have this theory that hayward's some kind of hidden villain as well right hey director mm-hmm. co- oh, i'm sorry uh what do you call it? temporary uh acting director of sword hayward yeah. uh he is he's more conniving than we really thought man like he so going back to it, he made it seem like Wanda broke into the facility, took vision and, and went out about her day to recreate him in the hex. Um, you know, we, we go and see that, you know, Wanda literally walks up to the front desk, like a normal freaking like hotel, like, Hey, I'm checking in, <laughs> you know, like, I'm almost thinking like the scene when we see is she's going to break in and then destroy everything. You know what I mean? Uh, but she actually didn't break in. She was told to walk in to go see Hayward. Uh, she opens the door quickly on her own. wants to see and, and honestly the only reason why which is, is some, some kind of like feeling that I, i'm not sure i'm leading towards your antagonist theory i see where it can come from maybe she's corrupted and ends up being antagonist and comes back to be a protagonist towards the end of it um in terms of uh dr strange but she is had no ill intent she wanted this she said literally he deserves a funeral i deserve it as well she just wants to bury her well you know effectively her husband is, is what she saw it as and um i mean do you think she deserved that i i, I think so you know like that she she got snapped away she came back to nothing i mean <laughs> yeah you know i think he so hayward is definitely acting uh in accords pun intended um <laughs> with visions demands and right. they were quite simple in the event of his death, and this is written specifically in the Sokovia Accords, he is meant to be deconstructed entirely. Mm-hmm. Because the least he wants is another Ultron-type situation. Right. Where some type of you know, supernatural entity or this cybernetic force comes in, takes control you know, over his body, and then has access to God knows what, right? right. I mean, Vision is a very intellectual entity um and in the wrong hands that can be very dangerous well um, i mean my thing is though like you're saying that he's following it but i think so let me, we got to think back it's been five years right at this point and do you think hayward this whole t- the whole time had tried to create vision failed and then decided to like why five years later he suddenly decided to, to dissemble him because right. Wanda, because wanda's back like, why are you doing it now? Like, right. you, you tried for five years to rebuild them. Don't, don't BS. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think, you know, from the looks of it, Hayward is doing what Vision requested. But I, I deep down, I, like, we know Hayward 100%. is someone who lies. Yes, and I, I said before, <laughs> you know, Hayward has an odd way of showcasing his feelings. And he does bring up plenty of valid points. I, I know, like, a, a previous episode, I mentioned that. The valid points being Monica Darcy and Jimmy were interfering 100%. Now, I'm not going to agree with his comments. I'm, I'm not saying his comments are justified. Like, right. I, we, we talked about the Monica comment for both episodes. 
Um, and for those who are unfamiliar, it's essentially, you know, I'm glad you were here when your mother died, yada, yada. I mean, long story short, like, I, I think Monica, especially, because she would definitely be a major character in AMCU, she would definitely need to learn how to sort of obey authority and not act on her own. I think right. her acting independently is what is ultimately what will get her and a bunch of bunch of her close friends or close Avengers caught into trouble. And right. I think that's what they're like leaning towards is how Monica is a selfless person. She has good intentions, but those good intentions can sort of cloud her judgment in certain situations. Sounds, sounds very Captain America like, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and I, even Captain America suffers from that as well. Of course. Um, yeah, plenty yeah. of times. He's a very selfless human being. He's so selfless um, to become selfish, right? Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's a selfless selflessness, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. You know, and I think. I'm interested to see how they'll explain their character, but to sort of connect back to Hayward, um, you know, I, I definitely think him out, excuse me, outward, outwardly lying um, does not help the situation. Right. It basically causes you to lose respect. Uh, your reputation is tarnished. And when all this information is leaked out to the rest of S.W.O.R.D. or any other organization that may have affiliations, your job is done. Um, so, you know, you know, with my, especially with the Accords, but with my thing is, Hayward made another kind of nasty comment, like, he isn't yours to her, you know, towards like the, before she broke the glass and went down. Yeah. Uh, at the sword facility. He, he's almost way too angry for no reason. And it's, I think it goes back to our Ultron theory, man. I think I, 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 for some reason, I think, and yeah. we'll know, we all know the post credit scene. That'll be the last thing we talk about. But um, I, I am very confident that Ultron is influencing this somehow. Maybe I'm leaning away that he's like a robotic version of a human Ultron. form of Hayward. Yeah, human form, whatever. I think. I think it's more so Ultron has some kind of control over Hayward yeah. through, through like the back channels and the internet or whatever, something like that hostage of the family or it could be anything. Exactly. Um, I a hundred percent think there's, that's an underlying figure uh, that that's going to continue to play a factor. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, you know, it can end up being wrong in the end, but uh, Hayward's way too angry and way too influenced by what's going on here. Uh, as director of of sword you know it's, yeah, it's a little concerning you know what I mean? like why yeah you're supposed to be above almost... that like nick fury wouldn't act like that in this situation yeah i mean there's almost um, this obsessive nature right i mean is he is he a scroll though we talked about him possibly being a scroll you know if it's, if it's a secret invasion situation what what better way to invade and and have control than a sentient being that's meant to be a weapon <laughs> so you know what I and mean, I, I, so I am glad that you mentioned Hayward so we can sort of discuss uh, the post-credits scene. So the post-credits scene obviously showcased um, an Android version of Vision. My theory came true. I I'm happy about that. Uh, the podcast can end there. I, I win. No, I'm joking around. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, so this is a rebuilt version of him, correct? They just used the powers of Wanda. Right, exactly. So I so think the they same utilize... Bot. Right, they utilize right. the decommissioned parts of Vision... And fortunately, with the drone that Wanda um, destroyed entirely, with the sort of like hex material, so to speak, right, right, um, they were possible. able to successfully bring him back to life. Right. Um, so, do you think? Do you think? Remember, uh, we're going all the way back now to uh, uh, to Inf uh, Avengers: Infinity War before he died. 
remember uh sure he was working on pulling his mainframe out of him or getting copy a copy of it, what we thought you know i've been thinking back that Shuri's going to rebuild him way back you know if she didn't ever got snapped away obviously um, right 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 could could that body be be permanent and then Shuri's backup data ends up being transferred into him eventually and then he's back to being vision again i mean well, i'll do you one better <laughs> yeah what if project spectrum was the information that Shuri had on vision there you go and 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 they don't necessarily need meaning they they mean sword and hayward they don't want to bring maybe they don't want to bring that exact vision back maybe they want someone who's not emotional who's literally or something who's not emotional is more just a a, a droid that does what you say when you say it attacks kills da 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 that's it and it seems like that's you know at the end of the post credits he's rebuilt he looks different he has those weird like kind of evil looking eyes a little bit almost <laughs> and uh you know maybe the, it follows orders no matter what type stuff right like it, right. it's what i say and when i say it and that's it so that that's that's what i think normal militaristic mindsets would want vision to be stark well go back or go back to somebody else thor wanted him to be more than that right he 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 saw what he could be he saw that the mind stone was a good influence and he knew that vision could have you know a positive influence on saving the planet or helps helping to save the planet uh for future you know uh kind of conflict i don't know man <laughs> to see vision fully back and up and running and all that is is actually insane like it's it's ridiculous but yeah um, it's yeah I, I don't even uh, so so go real quick uh you know i want to talk about the map that we saw uh that did vision actually leave for that or someone that like knew so that envelope was left with a map of where to go and where to build a house oh i mean who i think vision yeah i saw the heart with v v you know so, this is this oh home. i understand where you gave about. her the physical envelope. oh gotcha gotcha so I assumed um, Vision more. Oh, yeah, actually, that's a good point. It was just left in the car. It's not like anybody handed it to her. She got in the car and it was just there. Oh, yeah. So somebody from the sword yeah. facility absolutely like left it in there. And it must have been somebody that knew that knew what Vision wanted, right? Or right. Yeah, I forgot about Vision. that. The right. Right. Yeah. The envelope with the, with, that had the map and obviously Vision's info on it. Uh, I, I think Vision actually wanted her to go there. You know, I, I think uh, mm -hmm. that was a plan is to kind of live a normal home life and he just would transform into a human but never expected them to go back to 1960s. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm at the point now where I feel like, uh, you know, Vision's, this new Vision uh, will end up being the Vision we know eventually. I don't necessarily think in this episode. Um, but how do you, I mean, obviously that Vision is going into the hex like that that's the plan they're gonna launch him they're gonna, they're gonna push him into the hex it's gonna be some weird conflict like the vision that was created by wanda versus the new the new vision you know it, yeah what happens there like it's gonna be a battle for the ages you know which versus which <laughs> android versus android um maybe dr strange versus all of them who knows um um most definitely and yeah. you know i suppose we, we can talk about dr strange i think he's a luke skywalker cameo i mean yeah. I I do not think they're introducing the whole multiverse yet. I, I think they're leaning towards that eventually, but 
of course. Um, yeah. And I think I think Wanda just yeah. in some way does prove that that's a, that's a possibility in this next episode, like right, right. access or whatever. Um, I I honestly think this episode may be over an hour. I mean, I can almost I, I wouldn't be put a past oh, hour and a for half, sure. hour and a half possible. You know, mini for movie sure. almost. You know, um, and and my thing is like. I was kind of overthinking the great cameo, you know, the one they've been speaking to for so long. Think, think about it. Like we kind of all knew Luke Skywalker would be the guy that, that gets Grogu in star Wars. Right. Like we, I, I was giving out theories when we would talk in private, like, Oh, maybe it's the, you know, Kyle Kestis. And you're like, Oh, he's too old. I'm like, well, he's not that old. You're like, okay, maybe it could be him, but that would have been they're never going to refer to it. Yeah, right. right. Uh, it could have been Ezra, but then we were proving that uh, obviously Ahsoka's looking for Ezra in in the current Mandalorian timeline. So um, it couldn't be Ezra, right? So in the end, we all kind of knew Luke was going to be the guy to come save Grogu. The most logical so, explanation. So if like... they if they call it a Luke Skywalker type of scenario, it's got to be Doctor Strange, right? It's someone we knew was going to happen or makes the most sense. And that would be Doctor Strange. So I right, think... but you know what? And I I like that. I think the Luke Skywalker. So Luke Skywalker was not a guarantee. Right. I think many fans are thinking, no way. Like they can't make right. Mark Hamill. Like Mark Hamill is not coming back. <laughs> They're going to de-age him, and you know we'll see a Luke in his prime, so to speak. Right. Um. And I think a Luke Skywalker type cameo is more like you said is a character that is the most logical one to appear right given the context of the series um and i'm not disappointed i just i don't understand why you know like this the cast are trying to like hype this up and say it's going to be literally well, you're going to be mind blown you're going I to mean, start crying so maybe maybe like, maybe the the it's the impact of his appearance more so than just his appearance they they think whatever they have planned for him in this episode this next episode uh, and again, this is all theories. We don't know for sure if it's going to happen, but yeah, um, maybe the impact and what he does and how he influences and how it then relates to the multiverse of badness is what we'll be happy about. Like we all know what's going to happen, but what are you going to do to show it be dope as hell, right? Like with Luke Skywalker, even though we kind of knew it'd be him, I didn't think it'd be a scene where he comes in and fucks everybody up. Like he. <laughs> Fucked him up, like he fucked up everybody, Dark <laughs> all of them, just destroyed them. And uh, you know, Grogu's just like he could feel it. He's like, damn, oh shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> he he kind of feel it to see it, right? But um, you know, I I think it's more so that I think it's more so just the 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 impact we will have from him being a cameo, more so than just him being the cameo. And yeah, you got to exactly. think, Paul Bettany made the comment like it's it's a uh actor I've always wanted to work with. We have an explosive uh, relationship in this this appearance when he does appear. Benedict um, Cumberbatch. Think about it. And people you know, are like, and, and people were trying to overthink it. It's like people take a step back, okay. Vision and Doctor Strange never met each other. They knew of each other's existence, but never they, explicitly they interacted. They never knew. They never did. They never knew. So that's why Bettany's saying is someone I always wanted to work with. It's someone in the the UK realm, you know, where I could have yeah. other like you know whatever. They both like fall from that area, or come from that area. But um, you know, that's what I think it is. It's someone he wanted to work with. Who the hell wouldn't want to work with Benedict, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch? Like he's. A phenomenal actor. I mean, like I would want to work with him any day of the week. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think it's strange. I think it's Doctor Strange for sure. I think uh, he comes in and tries to save the day. But uh, 
who's to say i mean so many theories can come about this right like who's to say agatha finally and actually uh befriends wanda and trains comes in acting like the hero and kills uh, agatha without you know knowing that what's going on like maybe maybe they've made some sort of friendships that's ally meaning agatha and scarlet and then strange comes in tries to be the hero kills agatha and that makes wanda just go off like right go off and 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 become the antagonist for dr strange multiverse madness or, or goes off and, and and breaks reality and mephisto says hey i'm here <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know we, there's so many different theories that can come about it and uh and i'm kind of with the fact that she may be a, a early antagonist for the movie turning into protagonist again to kind of help strange out um and just there's a lot of confirmed uh i guess uh characters in the multiverse of madness so it will literally be madness <laughs> right yeah um, america chavez is one yeah, uh, Scarlet Witch. yeah i think vision might make an appearance too i'm as assuming so he will long as he survives. yeah you know i mean he's he's bound to at least pop up at some point maybe maybe uh a little cameo or something like that or, or trying to convince scarlet to not do what she's doing right um yeah yeah, yeah. maybe she kills him again who knows <laughs> uh so so go ahead yeah yeah, I was going to say, do you think, uh, I'm curious, what would be your reaction to the post credit scene is a teaser of Spider-Man 3? Not like a full teaser, but sort of like a scene with Peter. So I think um, I would I, I would love it. You know, I, I, I would love a little bit of content to see what's coming from Spider-Man 3. But for me, bro, I think, uh, I think it might be um, a reference to the multiverse. With, Spi- with, with Spider-Man 3 being in that and saying, you know, um, maybe Scarlet's in Spider-Man 3 at some point. Just like a small little cameo that shows her I think break, so too. Break, breaking reality or breaking the multiverse, right? And uh, and it says, you know, you know, sometimes they'll say, you like Captain Marvel, the end of Captain Marvel, you'll get to see Carol, Carol Devers next year in Avengers Endgame. Or next month, mm-hmm. or two months from now in Avengers Endgame. Um, right? It was... Yeah, because it was two months. Yeah, before. like Captain Marvel will yeah. return and yeah, that that Captain Marvel. Yeah. So maybe Scarlet Witch will return to Spider Man three. That that, 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 you know what I mean? Could that's that's enough. That's all. I mean, I don't need a cameo. I don't need to see nobody. I just need to see blank blank, blank will appear in blank. You know what I mean? Um, because the Doctor Strange is bound to come out. I think March of twenty twenty two, which will follow right after Spider Man three. Yeah, um, exactly. And um, I think they're almost finished filming Doctor Strange two. Doctor Strange two is wrapping filming on april 23rd okay. and spider-man 3 is still filming so i think they'll probably finish they start, i think they started filming back in november spider-man okay. 3 so they might finish probably next month i think at the earliest finish up and then done. do post-production work right uh i would honestly i would i would expect a teaser by march if i'm being oh, honest because yeah. sony yeah. has a tendency to drop a teaser really early in the year definitely, definitely. ahead of time because they, they just look like I'm just going to say this for the record. Sony is terrible at making trailers. They do not understand the concept of less is more. Um, yeah. You know, so they're probably going to drop like, you know, like two or three trailers. The entire they're going to show us Doctor Strange. They're going to show us all the villains from all the other Spider-Man movies. They're yeah. going to show us Garfield and Tobey Maguire. <laughs> they're going to show Venom pop up for no reason. <laughs> Morbius. Morbius. John Wick. John For <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Fortnite character pops up or something like yeah i know we're like, like Sony, we don't need all that calm down yeah um, <laughs> um well yeah so i guess what we're trying to hint at is whatever happens to wandavision next week whether that be the entire episode or just the post-credit scene 
both in combination with each other. Um, needless to say, it will have a significant impact moving forward for the MCU. The MCU will be will not be the same after WandaVision has concluded. Right. Um, I think I think it's 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 we won't necessarily see everything you can think of uh, that'll explain everything that's going on, but it's going to give us an idea of where we're headed. I mean. Uh, and that's from multiple phases. So all of this isn't just specifically multiverse, right? So if Hayward ends up being a scroll, well, that's an homage or, or kind of a line of thinking towards Secret Invasion. If right. uh, if it's Ultron, then it's a line of thinking to maybe another movie involving Ultron or him being an ally, like we spoke about last episode for for Galactus, uh, because Ultron, you know, maybe he just wants to leave Earth and he needs Vision's body to do it. You know, <laughs> who knows? Never know. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, the, what else, I mean, what else could be involved? Like, uh, there could be maybe hints at Falcon and Winter Soldier within it at some point, you know? Yeah, you and, never know. And, uh, we, we don't know. And obviously, we know a bunch of it's going to influence Doctor Strange in the multiverse. So, uh, I'll tell you what, WandaVision maybe doesn't have a direct impact on uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, like directly to what's happening in their series. I, uh, yeah, I absolutely agree. You know, maybe it will, maybe it won't, but I 100% think it's going to have a major influence on Spider Man 3. And I 100% think it's going to have a major influence on Doctor Strange 2. You know, we it's funny because I think Marvel fans, generally speaking, keep mentioning like the multiverse saga right. with WandaVision, Spider-Man 3, Doctor Strange 2. Um, there's a certain project that we tend to forget about that might be involved with the multiverse. You, you know what I'm referring to? No. Uh-huh. Loki. Oh, Loki has alternate I'm, realities, bro. Yes. Oh, yes. I I forgot about that. Loki can easily pop up in Doctor Strange too. Because every timeline change is a new universe, essentially. The TVA, yeah. and I think the TVA will probably make a small cameo appearance in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, because they're monitoring all these realities. They're going like I mean, to some degree. This is like a freaking yeah. Avengers movie. <laughs> oh lo- yeah absolutely like loki i think is very important because they at least establish some type of um like external force like monitoring this right. like they're probably gonna they'll directly visit trains or send like an invitation of sorts to where the tv is okay and say listen right you need to get this under control like if not, we your are, magic <laughs> is ruining everything we already had to deal right. with this you know the, the god of mischief already all right we don't need none of you know none of that bobo. You know what? Like for me, I, I wonder if uh, you know. So Loki's definitely going to deal with the timeline thing. You know, we're speaking. Let's speak to Thor: Love and Thunder, which is currently um, filming as well. Yeah. Uh, which I wasn't yeah. excited for at first, but you got to you got to get excited for Wakiti, man. Like he's just amazing, amazing director. So I, yeah. I'm excited. I hated Thor: Ragnarok, um, but. Um... I, I didn't mind it. I, like, I think I he's like, great. I, like I didn't mind it. I, I don't know. Great. I love what he did. Yeah, what he That's yeah. That was what Um, yeah. but I think uh, my well, I've heard rumors, or at least if you want to even call it rumors, more fact that um, uh, mute. I can't say it. The freaking hammer, Minor, Milor, Monier, but Monier, Monier, Mana. I can't even say it like freaking Darcy. <laughs> Darcy's like, <laughs> mama, mama, mama. <laughs> Paul, like Paul. Remember when he was flying by? She was like, look, mama. Yeah. Like when um, Paul Rudd was uh, conducting the, he was in an interview and then uh, he was asked, "How do you pronounce Bonnier, Doris Hammer?" And he said, "Jonathan." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, but but I, um, uh, yeah. it's confirmed that that Bonnier is, is back in Thor, you know, the Thor movie. So Loki's obviously bringing it from a different timeline. I mean, it does not mm-hmm. exist in the timeline that currently are right. 
uh, timeline. And so people have to think too, like it, it's, it's madness. So I love that the straight, the, the freaking Dr. Strange movie is called Multiverse of Madness because at, so there's a, a timeline, right? And then you, you break off the timeline by doing something different in the past or whatever, right? And you just, it branches off. Well, each one is its own reality. We, this can still be changed in its reality from every move it makes this way and this way, but then it can keep going this way. So this is like, if you want to call it, and then, so that's also each earth at that point. So every branch of time is a new reality and a new earth, if you want to call it. Just like we talked about last episode, that this, this current MCU earth is Earth One, if you want to call it. The main earth of the MCU. Right, right, right. The other ones will be where the X-Men are, potentially, right? Yeah. Uh, or the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. currently are that are that at the ending of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, they had sword like the director of sword was mac one of the characters of, of agents of shield uh, end up being the, the director and then daisy quake uh, one of the inhumans uh she was a, a very prominent figure in sword as well mm. so I was, i'm going to speak to this this quick comment real quick from uh from kevin feige they interviewed him and i'm not sure who they is i think it was mcu director recalled if i, I want to quote them correctly hopefully it was the right one but uh they interviewed him and he said you know they asked they said you know a lot of people say that uh, the the Netflix shows and uh, Agents of Shield were not something that fans care about or really want part of the MCU. And he made a comment to to say, "I would disagree with that." Talk to the people that love to watch those shows. Mm-hmm. Kind of saying like, "I'm not ruling out that these characters can be part of my world, my uh, MCU." maybe uses the multiverse to bring them in in some way right uh or you know a crisis event that brings them all together and we finally have punisher and and and, and, and daredevil and the mm, don't shield. say that name the, the, oh. well inhumans Ooh. you know they had the they had to cancel the inhuman series that was meant to be mcu canon uh because it didn't do well so maybe they find a way to bring daisies and humans into the current timeline and that's how they bring in humans to the fray if, Oh my goodness! If they, if they, if, if Daredevil showing up from Spider Man, She Hulk and Spider Man Three, I will person. I can't say this. I'm. I'm <laughs> um, hey, that's my Magneto uh, feel. I hear you. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I had to, uh, you know, draw a parallel to what you said last episode. But uh, um, I will do things, um, and that will just. I, I will literally be so excited. I, 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 I mean, I just found it interesting that Feige made a point to to bring them up and say like he does they deserve some fan service like that's kind of what he said <laughs> yeah, i mean and especially daredevil have you seen his comments about daredevil like he he's <laughs> i think he's making an appearance like he's been asked so what do you think about daredevil and then he literally like nodded his head like this mm. nothing and she hulk you don't just like when he was at the the investors day, um, which you remember, you were freaking right. out when I was announcing like all these right. Star Wars projects, MCU projects, um, and he said, you know, you never know what type of uh, you know lawyers or heroes will show up. Like you don't say that. Mm. Stop, stop doing that to me. Stop. If he makes He's... an appearance, I am literally punching my TV screen because I, I think literally love Daredevil from the bottom of my heart. So how about this? How about in the MCU? Oh all of these people exist so let's say the person who played daisy 
the person who played Daredevil in their own universes. You know, what I think happened, bro, honestly, now hear me out. What if they find a way? This is the craziest theory you could think of. I think it's a little too in-depth, but I'm crazy enough to just go for it. What if the earth that Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist existed in mm-hmm. is an earth and alternate timeline when Loki disappeared with the Tesseract? That no, nothing else happened Avenger-wise after the attack on New York City and the Defenders became to fruition so what if that's an alternate timeline because of Loki? oh yeah that's an excellent yeah, i mean think about sure. it because like they're the only way to really bring them in is via a certain different timeline or different earth right and yeah. what if that's yeah. a branch a branch off due to loki disappearing with the tesseract and explaining why and which can help explain as to why no other heroes are showing up exactly um, you know, what, makes if, a bun- what if makes after it that easy. everything just kind of went it was it was done that you know at that point appearing just created so many different timelines and and the 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 the, the netflix series shows that we you know grown to love maybe they're they're part of one of those alternate branches yeah that or they can do something as simple as each of those heroes on a different planet but it it just just happens to be the case that an attack on new york happened yeah um and you know and it's been established that the main issue with the netflix shows um, as a whole is how they they didn't like i think other than their first seasons they never truly addressed any avenger level situations i mean there are a few hints here and there like a right. news re- like a common news reporter that appeared in the mcu made an appearance also and like the netflix tv shows to sort of connect them but there is they never like clearly established hey did you you know Never had a scene where you have over here citizens talking about, hey, did you hear what happened to Iron Man 3? Or, hey, did you hear about what happened to Sokovia? Um, Soko- I know, well, actually, Sokovia, I think, was a huge part in Jessica Jones season right. two, if I'm not mistaken. They aped, so that was mentioned, but... Well, they even mentioned the uh, the prison, the, the hero prison in it, too. So that was kind of interesting. Oh, um, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. So I think the prison yeah. that was made after the whole Sokovia situation. Right, right. Um, You know, it's just... I hate... The, the problem I hate is... I don't understand the concept, and I'm sure maybe you probably give a good explanation as to why this is the case. Right. Um, you know, like, I don't understand the concept as to how the MCU can affect the Netflix shows, but the Netflix shows can affect the MCU. That doesn't make any sense to me. You would think they're just one and the same. Like, they well, that, the it other. just makes me think that, it, that it's because the timelines are not even the same, bro. So maybe they just, the Netflix shows literally had nothing to do with the MCU that we know. Yeah. And that's how they're going to use it. They, they have a, a big chance here to bring in a lot of fan service, but do it the right way. So I, I don't, I hate fan service just for fan service. If you're going to give us that, do it the right way. Yeah, right? I game was guilty of that. Yeah, I know. Like, and, and the MCU, but the MCU as a whole, though, uh, I feel like they they've done a really good job of of bringing things that we wanted to see, but doing it the right way and not trying, you know, maybe changing it up to their own way as well, right? Um, you know, don't force the issue and just oh, it has to be by the comics or it needs to be by this storyline and everything needs to be the same. Like they've mm-hmm. done their own thing, which makes it interesting, keeps us surprised, right? I, I don't want to yeah. just at the same time. I had I, I love to bring up theories of why this that, that and the third happened, but I'd love to be wrong in a better way, right? Oh, <laughs> like that's yeah, kind of why we with WandaVision, that's where we've been so far. Like we've been kind of right, but 
but wrong. But then I'm like, fuck, I want, if this is what wrong feels like, I don't want to be right. You know, <laughs> like that, that's kind of where I've been at. It's like, you know, yeah. I, I think the Netflix series are kind of a separate thing and, and that's fine. I think they can use the multiverse to bring, make that happen if they want it to. Um, so what I was kind of, of course, we always go on changes. So I'm good with that, but um, no, yeah. a little change it, but <laughs> my fault, my, my fault. quick, my quick, no, 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 that's it's always our fault, both of our fault. But um, the Netflix, so, okay. I think She-Hulk is going to be in this current MCU, or we're, we're going to go by Earth, just like they did in, in the CW. Yes. Earth, this Earth, I think She-Hulk is going to be on this Earth, right? Yes, I, I think. 100%. I think uh, Matt, Matt Mort, what's his name? Oh, Daredevil's oh, name is Matt Murdock. Matt right? Murdock. You better, don't disrespect Matt Murdock. I think, I think I he's going to pop up, but not as Daredevil at all. So hear me out. I, I agree. I 100% think he will be yes. a lawyer named Matt Murdock who is meant to be Daredevil. Yes. I think there will be at some point, whether it's Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness or another film or something else, something else within the MCU, will will effectively crash all the Earth's realities together to make one, and he will then be Daredevil. You combine – it's almost like how – so you're not a big fan of the CW, uh, DC shows, but I am. So – uh, Supergirl was on her own Earth. The Flash was on his own Earth. What happened it, when Crisis of Infinite Earths happened is they came back to Earth Prime. Earth Prime, right? Earth. Yeah. And, and everything that had happened in the past, the, the, what, what that Earth Prime's past now is, they never even knew. So Harry never knew that Supergirl had had been a part of Earth this whole time, or they had the same villains, or they fought the same people. They, you know, maybe maybe something like that happens. Maybe all the heroes that are now combined into a a new Earth just are heroes now, and Daredevil ends up being Daredevil again. Like maybe I'm digging too deep. Maybe I'm assuming they're going to follow the same path of of DC, which is probably more than unlikely. Um, But I think that 100 we will see Matt Murdock, just not as Daredevil yet. And there will be a, a, a very good way they they bring about him becoming Daredevil again. Yes, I agree um, with everything you said. Um, we, we probably won't see Daredevil at all in, in She-Hulk. We'll, oh, there's no reason to. See, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, She-Hulk's not. I think when is it supposed to come out next year? Twenty end of twenty twenty two. In twenty twenty two, and they're starting production. Fun fact: starting production very soon. Taking a few okay. weeks. Okay, so well, Moon Knight. So you know, maybe we, we don't see him in Spider Man three at all then, which is fine. Uh, or maybe we get a small little cameo of Murdoch in Spider-Man 3, but then we get a huge role for Murdoch and She-Hulk eventually leading towards his uh, powers. But you have to think about it, though. Matt Murdoch uh, could still have his power. I mean, he doesn't really have powers anyway. He could still just well, not he does. Like, yeah. Super- he has super enhance, enhance super hearing. Okay. And, yeah. and uh, I think just obviously uh, more than not superhuman strength, but decent strength you know fighting ability stuff like that yeah 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 um, exactly he's nowhere near the level you know the like Hulk captain america or, or like, oh absolutely no not. serum or anything like that obviously but, when, but he obviously uses his power 110 percent. we're gonna see his we'll call it advantages we'll see them in she hulk for sure yeah like hints um, of that but i think for the most right. part it'll be more focused on him being a lawyer and assisting right he's, he'll be blind still remember because that all happened when he was a exactly. kid like, everything's still going to be the same for the most part i 100 exactly. think that so um look man i think i think it's super exciting hopefully i'm begging you kevin feige even though you don't have like total say but kind of do and you do so this make it happen please give me like an hour and a half next week i need and 
a full hour and a half of pure mini movie goodness. Give me some cameos. Give me some fight scenes. Get me Vision versus Vision or Ultron versus Vision. Who knows? Uh, give, give, me, <laughs> give me all of that. I am for it. I'm ready for it. Uh, I'm excited for it. You know, maybe Darcy plays another role. Obviously, everybody's going to be involved in this last episode. So, of course. Um, hey, look, I, again, we're running out a little bit of time here. So, I'm going to go ahead and end it with, uh, uh, you know, a quick theory for me. I think by the end of uh, of WandaVision, I, I'm pretty confident that that we will know if uh, this multiverse is about to happen sooner or later. I don't know if you have a quick theory for anybody. Quick theories. Um, I have no theory except uh, <laughs> put Daredevil and Spider-Man 3. It's all I want. Oh, man. If he finds something cameo. to go off. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be great. Hey, you know, actually, we, we have some stuff to talk about with the Spider-Man stuff. So once we get uh, through this recap episode next week, uh, just so you guys know, obviously, next week is the last episode of WandaVision. Uh, expected. There's been some rumors about the 10th episode, but I think the 10th episode is actually the... Uh, the uh, the making of which isn't necessarily any content um mm. we may talk about that quickly see if we like it type stuff uh but next week will be uh a few guests we'll have uh Dwayne Dickey Derek uh Derek Myers and and our brother Angel Toronto we'll hopefully you want to hop on and we all kind of talk about this stuff we're going to recap all of WandaVision um uh, and kind of get ready for Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh and we'll go from there but hey yeah. you guys you know you can find me over at John underscore OTS on Twitter uh, I'm always on, uh, on Twitter tweeting about everything, whether it's sports or, uh, or, or anything comic related. And, uh, of course, on the, on the sidelines group, you know, we're, we're over here uh, just trying to bring some content every day and appreciate you guys. Matt, where can they find you? And, of course, it's going to be uh, Matt underscore T29 over on Instagram. And uh, I guess the last comment I want to mention is, you know, this is only our third episode, but, man, we're just – you know, me and my brother, we were talking about this, you know, before recording, and we were just so grateful for the support you've been giving us. Um, you know, the fact that we only just started the podcast and we're just, we're seemingly true strangers just talking about Marvel, right. you know? So for all of you, even if I know you personally, if we both know you personally, you know, just going out of your way to watch not even, uh, even a minute is something we're really grateful for. And, you know, we'll just continue to entertain as much as we can and make right. episodes for however long so just thank you so so much as yeah. always hey look I, I, I have to agree with them you know just to tell you guys we you know we're one of the higher performing podcasts on youtube for ots um and, and honestly that that's i consider that like an honor in a sense right like it's a privilege to do this like we have time you know i take time out of uh, like a work break and, and get this done and matt takes time out of a school day to, you know because of course he's in college to get to get this done and you know no matter what we love talking about this stuff we wanted to bring it to this platform but for any one view i mean I, i'd appreciate five views let alone the almost 200 we've gotten from some of you guys so uh you know i look ots is is growing it's getting bigger get your friends to come in and watch the episode get your friends to come in and subscribe hell get your friends to come in and suggest a podcast that you want to do with us we'll work with you you know we're, we're always willing to bring on new podcasts and new and new things and new ideas and uh you know we definitely appreciate all the support but hey it was agatha all along baby that's all i could say and and, and all, all i gotta say after that is let's get this hour and a half episode feige but hey <laughs> Thank y'all for hopping in. Sure. Next week is the last uh, last episode of the WandaVision era of this uh, pod, and we'll move into the, the massive amounts of content that's coming in the future. But, hey, peace out. Peace, everyone.